On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we talk NFL, your Christmas Day slates of games in the NBA. We talk a little contender, pretender, big deal, no thing, and a very special gift for all of our listeners in Nothing to Do with Sports. Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your main man, Big Cliff. I want to welcome you back. Uh, thanks for joining us in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can check us out on Instagram and or Facebook at Carolina Sports Talk, or you can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line. Be a part of the show, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net. So I hope everybody had a great and wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas belated to you. Feliz Navidad. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanaka. Not, not Kwanaka. What is it? Kwanzaa and uh, Hanukkah. That's Correct. it. Uh, <laughs> welcome into the show. My man and yours, DJ Highstar. What's good with it, bro? What's going on, everyone? What's going on, everybody? In the sports land. How y'all doing? Dog, how was the holiday for you, bro? It was good, man. Blessed. Got to see a lot of the... Got to see a lot of the fam and stuff like that, so you know, had a pretty good time. Okay, where you went down to the to the Charlie the Port City, everything. I mean, ran into some good folks. Got a, got a good chance to meet the fam and everything. That's what's up, man. I um I was chilling for the most part, bro. At the crib, um, took care of the old lady this week. She had a little surgery a couple of weeks ago, so you know, I was home doing my husbandly duties and everything. But um, right. for the most part, I was just chilling and just relaxing. Chilling out, maxing and relaxing out, cool. Wasn't shooting no b ball outside of the school or nothing, but you know, I was doing my thing. So, and I mean, now the the state of the country is is probably best to be chilling and all that. Stationary, sitting yeah. down with your arms folded, bro. Listen, COVID is real out here, and we'll talk about it a little bit more with regards to uh, football and basketball and the effects that it's had. But COVID is real, man. Folks to who uh, I would never thought was would have gotten COVID have been catching it lately and everything. So. um it's definitely something that we want to be mindful of and be careful about um, moving forward. So you guys out there in sports land, y'all be safe. Now, dog, we, to start the show off this week, I want to do something a little bit differently. Um, and I guess in the uh, sense of the spirit of the holidays, if you would, um, you ever got like a gift that you was like, oh, man, I'm never going to use this. And the minute you got it, you was looking for the gift receipt to be able to take it back and either get your money or exchange it for something else. Right. And I mean, Amazon makes that real easy, though. They include that in there digitally nowadays. Definitely. And so with that, it's it, <laughs> with the spirit of that, we've all gotten that one gift that we felt like, yeah, now nah, this is not for me or I wish I had not gotten this. So in that spirit, I want to do a little game with you to start to start off the show. We're going to call it gift receipt, where one thing in the sports world the entire year, you can use the gift receipt and give it back, whether it be. Uh, something that happened with your team, something that happened in the sports world, um, somebody winning, somebody losing, any one thing in 2021 that happened, you are now being given a gift receipt to give that back and to make it as though it never happened. What one thing are you giving back with your gift receipt in the sports world of 2021? 
I was going back and forth because I think sports, uh, the pantheon of sports and everything that it is, it played as Santa Claus all year to us with um, traversing uh, the pandemic uh-huh. and seeing it in real time. It gifted us with a bunch of stuff that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, was ultimately entertaining. Um but the one thing that I would go ahead and redeem that gift receipt on is any of <laughs> anything at all that Stephen A. Smith has said in 2021. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Happy birthday to, to him. I don't care. Just, good luck. Just a whole year's worth of Stephen A. Smith. Just take it I back. Just, yeah, man. I'm good on 2020 <laughs> having Stephen A. Smith and on 2022 maybe like welcoming welcoming him back. But 2021, man, is just overload with this guy. Listen, when and the thing is, honestly, I can't speak from his perspective. But when you become the highest paid uh-huh. guy in the in the company, uh-huh. and then on top of that. You know, um, they want you to lean into your blackness and, and attract more, you know, of us or whatever. Or and, even and the be, alleged perceived. And, and, and or really of being unapologetic in my opinions about stuff has, I think, jaded um, his integrity, frankly. And uh, and it's forced him to, again, be a character of himself, a caricature of himself. Uh, so yeah, man, that's what I would give back. Shout out to the bros, man. We uh, <laughs> and he's from Queens too. And he's from Queens. Uh, no, we're giving back the bros from Queens on 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 this good gift received holiday, man. I went back and forth between two. Uh, mentioned to mentioned to you off air, um, and, and and it's been a hard decision for me. But for my 2021 gift receipt, I am giving back the trade of one Mister Mister Russell. Westbrook Brody has been a contributor to the Lakers but he's felt like to me that he's been more of a detriment um, and we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, when we get to the NBA portion of this show but um, I'm over it bro <laughs> the expectations that were set when when, when he was brought in I wasn't a, a huge proponent of the trade I didn't understand it then but again as a Laker fan I'm gonna be all in with the squad but this one here was one that we could absolutely give back Can I have um, some fun with this no <laughs> Just a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just a quick callback mm. to uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to when Mister One Mister Westbrook was in post game conference uh, during the preseason, and he was asked regarding his turnovers, and he scoffed and dismissed it. Uh, we came fast what? forward. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was something like about, that man? that he was saying. Yep, <laughs> he came in here, and Mister Sportsdramas over here supported it full, fully and said, you know what? It doesn't matter that he's making all these turnovers in the preseason because he, just preseason. like he said, it's the preseason. And we even got, I believe, uh, a Neil Ashton and, and got his opinion on it as well, where he was like, nah, I don't feel you on that. And, and you know, he was, by the way, I just want to have some fun with that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Here's my thing with it, bro. I don't really mind the turnovers because at the end of the day, it's a symptom of something else. He contributes nothing to the chemistry of the team. He 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 doesn't glue anything together to make us more cohesive of a squad to put us in a better position to win. So, at the end of the day, bro, what are you here the for? Turnovers contribute to that. You think so? I mean, because 
Um, I don't think I could see how right. they could possibly exactly. What are you talking about? I mean, you just now I... said out of one side of your mouth that it's the continuity and the yeah, whatever yeah, and yeah. stuff that I don't like, but I don't mind the turnovers because you don't but mind what you said at the time. I, but, which but, was... but no, and I guess that's my way of staying consistent because I don't care about turnovers. If like if you look at um uh, uh what's his name out in um Devin Booker. Devin Booker has a relatively high level, uh, high amount of turnovers as well. But what he does is he overcomes those deficiencies with other benefits. If Russell Westbrook had the amount of turnovers that he has now, and was in what was increased his three point percentage by at this point double digits, and if he you know was able to increase his assists and his points per game, everything, if those other levels were better, then I still wouldn't feel as bad about it. But so I, I still am married, I guess, to that point. It's just he doesn't add anything to it, but we'll we'll get off of him the for now because don't help either. <laughs> the moral of the story is the turnovers don't help either. But no, I mean it, it is what it is, and we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, when we get to uh, basketball. But let's go ahead and start off with some football. Uh, this week, week fifteen, uh, excuse me, sixteen was definitely an interesting week. Started off Thursday with the Titans taking care of the 49ers twenty to seventeen. Then for our Christmas Day slate of games, the Packers over the Browns, 24-22. Cardinals fell to the Colts, 22-16, and a good one. Uh, the Falcons over the Lions, 20-16. The Rams took care of business against the Vikings, 30-23. Jets over the Jaguars, 26-21. Eagles in an impressive showing over the lowly Giants, 34-10. The Bills take care of the Patriots to pull ahead in the AFC standings, 33-21. The Ravens, the lowly, lowly Ravens have fallen and dropped another game to the Bengals uh, with Mr. Uh, Burroughs having 525 yards of offense in a 41-21 shellacking of the Ravens. Texans over the Chargers, 41-29. Uh, the Panthers fell to the Bucks, 32-6. We fell, so Bears over the Seahawks, 25-24. Raiders over the Broncos, 17-13. Chiefs. Bouncing over the Steelers, 36-10. And then in Sunday Night Football, the Cowboys just demolishing the Washington football team, 56-14. And then the Dolphins taking care of business in Monday Night Football, 20-3 over the Saints. Oh, man. This week, uh, I think the, the, the overarching signature that was signed uh, to the majority of the games this week was COVID-19 and the roster's. Uh, and the roster changes and deficiencies as a result. Um, which one of these games kind of stood out to you, bro? Which ones what, was one that you enjoyed the most? Um, what kind of popped out to you in Week 16? Um, well, just to, uh, the weekend itself, it wasn't entertaining football-wise. I mean, to be frank, it was a lot of, you know, um, you know, it was a lot of lopsided stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the, I guess the... <laughs> the entertaining thing uh, that I did pull from the weekend um, in the free agency pool, this guy, um, Raskick, uh, the guy Raskick was was available in, in, the, uh, in everyone's fantasy leagues. I think you picked him up, right? Raskick? Yeah, you uh-huh. didn't get... You didn't get your your <laughs> You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the entertaining thing has been... Like, and again, I've been kicked out of two of mine uh, playoffs. Uh, I'm still alive and kicking in, in one. 
but uh, those that have gotten removed from one uh, fantasy football. And, uh, you know, let's let's revisit the names as well as far as the name of the teams. You know what I'm saying? Mine's is no one of my teams that got beat. Uh, of course, I, I got the first, you know, you have their team name and then the sub name. So I got my regular name, no pun intended, from Patriot Patty. Mm-hmm. And then the I sub that name. One too, for one of my third names. And the sub name for that one is Nobody Beats Off in Church. So it's like an origin of my off in church. <laughs> and the way I said it just now, y'all forgive me, but it's just, I've, I've seen it for about four or five years that off in church is normally my team name because. Nobody beats off in church, but um, so you know. Outside of that, my my other teams, uh, the Black Fists, they're doing well. It's just the Slime City Pelicans, I believe, that that took the dive. Uh, Bro, I, 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 I'm hurt right now. Right. To go 13 and one in the regular season, and go all the way down in a nosedive in week one. Fantasy football has not been kind to me this season, bro. There was another league that I had a competitive season, eight and six, and I lost in the first round. The league that I went two and 10 in, I won my first round matchup. It's been heartbreaking and it's been saddening and I am to a point where I feel like I've just now reached the end of the road in fantasy football. For 2021, at least. Dog, I'm worrying about if I'm playing again next year, bro, because this stress level is serious, man. Well, you, you when mentioned you got that- the money leagues, definitely. Like, if you got $100 and up uh, out there, it kind of messes with you. I, I try to, whenever I have those type of leagues, I try to, quote, unquote, forget about that, you know, that investing mm-hmm. 100 or whatever it and is. And just play it as the game. Yeah, but when it get like if it's up there, if it's like a two hundred, you know what I mean, uh-huh. two fifty, and you going for the gusto to get you know a three thousand dollar pot or something or right, a two thousand right, dollar right. pot at the end of the season, yeah, it definitely, definitely eats away at you. you think about the the Jay Zs of the world and the Ja Rules of the world and the um, uh, Chris Paul, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Them cats that got their big boy lead. They putting ten grand a piece. Grant, bruh, I wouldn't be surprised if 100 or 500 grand and up, bruh. Like the whole putting 500 grand in a football game, something that you can't control, bruh. See, that's Come why on, I'm bro. not a gambler, dog. And one, it's not even, think about, I, I feel you, but when we talk about a billion dollars, that's $1,000 million. $1,000 million. And a million dollars is $1,100,000. That's crazy. So these so we're talking about multi-millionaires. Levels. As we talking about multi-billionaires. 50, that's, that's another fifty thousand for them. Like, oh no, I got that fifty thousand. Okay, cool. I got that. My thing is this: I hate to lose, and you know this personally. I think more than most people, I hate to lose. Period. I'm like the dude at the even if I don't plan on speeding, like you're not gonna beat me off this line at this light right now. Like subconsciously, I just hate to lose, and so to be able to lose. And then lose my money on top of that? <laughs> oh, it's time to fight. Hey, listen. Well, hey, nah, that ain't no thing. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Like, I yeah. can't deal with um, it. So, And this year, like you, you made mention to it and, and kind of prefaced it with when you um, before you spoke on the scores, COVID, mm-hmm. um, outside mm-hmm. of this weekend, because this weekend it ran rampant. Like, like, again, I asked you, do you mind me having my little balaclava ski mm-hmm. mask on while we record <laughs> just because of how rampant it's been running and like this year has been the most different when it's come to roster management because of covid and and that yes. is 
something that I've been like that I conceded to after like the first four weeks. Like, all right, I'm just not going to be a good general manager this year. Like, it's not. <laughs> it's hard. I can't, yes. It's, As somebody who like I've mentioned it throughout the season with fantasy, I live on the waiver wire. But there, there's so there's only so much you can do. Injuries, you might have one here or there. I've had bad seasons where um, I want to say it was the 2019 season where my first three picks, the first, second and third round picks all went down and I was still able to be competitive because, you know, there's still only three picks with this every week. You got superstars going down. And even if it's not your superstars, you've got role players who go down, who then affect the numbers of your superstars. And so and there's no way to gain any continuity, man. And now as first thing I want to say to to the American public and, <laughs> and, and everybody globally that's listening to us here at Carolina Sports Talk. Uh, and you are listening to Carolina Sports Talk. You can mention play Carolina Sports Talk on your smart speakers. Um, however, uh, we're all figuring this out in real time. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we get now we got um, you and I just saw in the news. It's like they're talking about like 72 hours or like four or five <laughs> days, four or five business days Quarantines. with a little delay time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's like it's shipping uh, that's coming from Amazon or something like that. Like, no, this is the same sickness y'all talked about last year for 14 days. So now now it questions uh the bottom line who's the who's as as Stephen a given giving credit where credit is due because okay. i still want my gift receipt i'm about to say even though you'd send I still them back want my gift receipt <laughs> but as he likes to say who's box office because mm. those box office cats that ended up getting covid mysteriously it's like oh game time uh we we got a magic test in for this guy and now right. tyreek hill can play what they got guys yeah i just said mm -hmm. he had covid thursday and it's sunday now like <laughs> and that's the thing if they're uh, with the nfl and the nflpa recently came to the conjunction of was if players are testing positive but then are asymptomatic and, and vaccinated um, and i was about to say and vaccinated they're letting them play but which makes what sense to you zero <laughs> it makes no sense to me bro because now not only okay yeah he may not die from it but he's still very much contagious and able then you're wondering as why soon you as he got tackles me or if he's sweating and <coughs> and then i'm seeing them cats look the huddles is the same size cats is still hand on yes. my shoulder or patting you on the butt or whatever it is it's still football you still yelling in each other's face let's go let's go like come on bro it, <laughs> yeah. and i'm gonna tell you and there's certain ones like um not jared goff what's the one that, that he got traded for uh matt stafford. matt stafford at the end of their game this week i saw him going onto the field with his mask on and i was like it i was taken aback to be like yo he actually cares about covid <laughs> but like it's it's real life there are so many people who are acting like this thing is not now, real or who, who are like mm -hmm. getting to the point where oh it's just something that they're going to deal with right. but in reality no this is still killing people like, yes, they're world-class athletes, and they're at the top of their game, but they still have to deal with the same stuff of giving it to their families, to their kids, and, 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 and it's wild. Now, and I, I look at somebody like um, Kamara. Yesterday, Kamara, when he was playing, he had on something similar to that that I have on. All black, where's the... Because first, his, let's just talk about it. If he was a Madden uh, creator player or whatever like that, that's who, how you would want him to dress. He had... Cause he got he's a saint anyway, mm -hmm, so he got mm -hmm. the dark visor, mm -hmm. but then he had the the balaclava or whatever like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So he's like pretty ski, much masked. Ski up. mask for exactly. y'all who don't know what the balaclava. Right, and it's because to me, with the ski mask is more or less the eyes poked out with a nose, mm -hmm. but this more or less has just that visor, and then it could just turn into different things. But 
um, yeah, it, you know, whatever kind of protection that that provides, at least when he's in a huddle or something like that, or he's, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. You somewhat are protecting your spit particles from going out exactly. there and stuff to other folks or whatever. But it's, yeah, it's wild. And I think that they don't have a hand, like a handle on it. And it ended up, it ended up being something that, of course, that they didn't foresee or whatever like that. Just the way that this season is ending. So it's like they're almost trying to, I, I mean, this type of stuff can affect who competitively should be in the playoffs or in the championship Literally. games or in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because of how we're dealing with it. So now it's like, almost a damage control thing of, yo, we need to figure out an action plan to make sure that the players that we need and that we know are going to get the eyeballs and the viewers stay on the field. I think the biggest uh Shout deficit, out to Cole Beasley. I'm sorry. <laughs> the biggest uh, detractor or the biggest team, the team most affected by this has to be the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Um, they came into the season with Super Bowl aspirations, and right now... And rocking. And, and, and going and rolling. But to see the effects um, that it's had physically on Lamar Jackson, on so many of their defensive players, they're, they're at the point where they're very likely going to miss the playoffs, bro. And so to, to, to have people's not just, oh, we missed the playoffs, come back next year. The way that the NFL is structured, and, and you guys in listener land may know this, but players have to perform to hit, to hit certain um, benefits benchmarks and, and benchmarks within their contracts to get paid. So now things that families are looking forward to getting this money to take care of bills and stuff. And granted, you can say, well, shoot, they still got 10 million. What's 15? Bro, if somebody tells you you can get $72,000 as a base salary and then turn around and if you make a certain amount of calls perfect per attendance. Day, Let's just say perfect, perfect attendance. Perfect attendance. And, 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 and then you get another 25000 added onto your salary. You're going to be at them people's jobs shining, grinning every day. But now here COVID comes and you've got to miss time. Right. Exactly. And they tell you, you can't come to work no matter how much you want to. Um, oh, I'm okay. No, right. you're contagious. You got a positive. You got to sit. Right. And on top of that, we don't have any kind of, um, we don't have any like uh, asterisks out there that says like, okay, because this was the case, exactly. then it's still, we don't have no exceptions to the rule. And now, and, that, and that's a unique com- component or perspective to consider with regards to contracting moving forward to those who say, okay, because there's a lot of like represent, uh, representatives or, or the agents who are saying, oh, based on COVID, we're going to look and build into the contract if I have to miss any games as a result of COVID. Even though I'm vaccinated now, I shouldn't have to worry about this benchmark or the benchmark should be reduced as a result of any games that I miss. And so it gets down in the contractual stuff that it can really have long-lasting okay. effects. And we're not even talking about what the effects of the actual COVID does to these people's body. Cause as somebody who had it two years ago and still feels lingering effects long-term, it's like, what is it doing to them? Even though granted, uh, I may not be in the best shape as some of these world-class nah, athletes, I mean, but still like, exactly. You don't, you never you're not, know. You're not mentioning, listen, they are world-class athletes, but guess what? You got red meat eaters. We got mm-hmm. people that are drinking more than wine and stuff like that and, and hammering liquor every night to, to just numb out their pain or whatever like that. You got drug abusers, you know what I'm saying, or cigar smokers and stuff like that in the league as well. So definitely, yeah, you got you could be in world-class shape where your body look chiseled in physique, but your your insides still be unhealthy at the same time as well, or you be at risk for right. for health, you know, have different health factors that would affect you. Yeah, so as we get back to the football, though, um, the Panthers game on Sunday. It was beautiful. <sighs> Beautifully ugly. It was a tragedy is what it was. Um, 
Shout out again. Coach Rule said it. He said they're the defending world champs for a reason, likely looking to repeat. They are who they are. There is nothing that excites me, and it's I've gone past being upset and hurt to just, like, indifferent about this team at this point. I don't see any bright spots. You and I talked off air um, just in conversation that normally I'm able to put my sports Stradamus cap on and say, this is what the Carolina Panthers need to do to win, and if they do this, da-da-da-da-da. I have no clue at this point where we go from here. People are saying fire Matt Rule. Guess what? If you fire him, who do you get? How long of a transition? I know exactly where we go from here. Let let me know. Where do we go from here? Rock Hill. The the Rock Hill (laughs) (laughs) pants? Oh, you say it's somewhere as far as helping win. No, I don't know about that, but we definitely going to Rock Hill, though. This dude. Uh, I mean, honestly, there is nothing that I see that can help the Panthers. Um, defensively, they, they they seem like they're pushing, but they're just getting overrun. Um, your boy, Ad, uh, Adam, um, A.B., Antonio Brown came back. This is essentially his first game back um, because of the three-game suspension and then the three games he missed before then. He's basically sitting on the street for the last month and a half and came out here and was running routes on Gilly looking like a world-class world beater, bro. Um, the, the, the defensive line can't stop anything. And, and I granted I get it. We have a lot of cats who are down. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later. And big deal, no thing about the COVID cases and everything. But this team seems very wistless at this point. Like there's no way to go. Do you, w- 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 are you watching any more of the Panthers games the rest of the season, bro? We've no. got one this week against the Saints and then another one against Tampa Bay to conclude the season. Are you even thinking about watching any more? No. Nah, not really, but uh, to be frank with you, I'll take this opportunity to plug one of the books that I've recently been uh, listening to uh, through audiobook apps and stuff like that and, and trying to get through. It's by Mark one Mark Manson. Okay. It's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving A. Rhymes <laughs> with duck and all, often autocorrected as duck on your cell phone. Okay. That's what the book is called. And it literally... Shows you that you need to care less about certain things that you can't control. And it's not even that, but it's like it's just like it's it's temper and 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 have an inventory on the things that you do uh, give ducks about. You know what I mean? And uh, that's one of the things that I don't. But like, <laughs> listen, after like you said, they they showed us who they were. Um, the performance this past week again. I I want to keep it. I want to be optimistic that they still are giving like their best effort, but like you said, there's so you're so decimated by injury and stuff like that mm-hmm. that is no way to to really gauge that you know right now. Uh, it's it's poor performing. It 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 looks I don't want to say bush league or nothing like that, but it's, but it looks it's, bad, right? It looks like, bad. Granted, bro. I don't think that. You always have that argument of college, the college, uh, you know what I mean, elite uh, upper echelon uh, classes of football teams, like some of the Clemson teams of the past years, and and of course Alabama, and if they could beat like the Jaguars or the Lions of the world, and it makes you think, man, like, do you guys got pride, like, just to right. to block for your the guy that's saying hike, or do you guys got any kind of continuity or chemistry, like, is it? Is there a bet that y'all lost at Top Golf that we don't know about? And y'all are beefing. Did you not or, get anything from Christmas from right, your Somebody QB? missed a tab at the bar. Right. You know what's going on now, and and it, it, it's just overall looks like they they just don't even care anymore. Uh, and, and then even 
even on the other side of it, the fans, they seem like they're they care, but they're they're caring in a different way. Uh, during the game, uh, at some point, I want to say in the second quarter, uh, to Tom Brady, uh, Cam Newton was replaced at quarterback by Mr. Sam Darnold. It was the most hilarious thing to me on earth because as soon as he trots out onto the field, the entire Bank of America Stadium erupts in the loudest boos that I've heard in some time. And so much so to the announcers had to make notice of it. It's like, yeah, didn't seem like they're really happy to see him come in. And then his very first play from scrimmage is a 63-yard pass to Shia Smith. And it's like immediately erupted in the chest. Yeah! And it was That's like, my guy. Like, yo, y'all are such trash. And then he goes immediately behind that and throws uh, incompletion, mm-hmm. uh, overthrow across the middle. It was like, oh, yeah, nah, there he goes. <laughs> Just like professional sports is one of the toughest things mentally to, you know, to have to, to deal with. Um, you got basketball where, like a Chris Stapps Porzingis, you get mm-hmm. drafted and not, all you hear is booze. You know what I mean? What does that do for your psyche, though? Right. Like, and then what kind of motivation does that give you? Like, you got to then go out there and perform. And when you're performing, then people are uh, gawking over you. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. See, I, I told somebody, um, it's been documented, you know, by me and my confidence. And I was like, people, I had somebody tell me once one time, no, I can't tell him nothing because he's going to get the big head shot in my head. Is big enough and as appropriately big as it needs to be. There's nothing that anybody can say that can deflate it. There's nothing that anybody can say that can inflate it. Mm-hmm. I know who and where I am. Yeah, yo, relax. <laughs> I know exactly where and what I am. And so, like, for something like that, for me, I wouldn't. My first instinct was, no, I'm gonna use this as motivation to prove them wrong and make them love me. I don't really care. I got a job to do. I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna win because at the end of the day, I hate to lose. So, um, along those lines, hating to lose and hate to win. While we're talking about the NFL, uh, we're coming up really close to the playoffs. And, you know, with the additional week um, in the season this year and with the additional playoff, uh, it's it's looking a little bit more, um, I don't want to say convoluted, it's looking more interesting than in years past. And so, we're going to start off with the NFC. We're going to do breakdown with the NFC, AFC in this quick new segment called Contender or Pretender. Uh, we're going to give you three teams. You tell us and you tell me whether or not you are um, that team is a contender or you feel like they are a pretender. Um, and so make sure to uh, chime in to us, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net to be a part of the show. Um, first off, if you want to give us your gift receipt, the one thing in 2021 that you would give back from the sports world, whether it be a trade from a player to or from your team, whether it be um, your team losing. Another one that I considered doing was all the hype that uh, – Coach Primetime had been getting down there in Jackson State. I definitely would have given that back. But whatever it is, if you want to be a part of the show, email us, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Let us know what your gift receipt would be. But also, let us know what you think about who's contenders and who's pretenders. We'll talk about it in big deal, no thing. But <laughs> I think, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I got it's you. It's misplaced. It's misplaced. All right. So check it. Starting off with the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys, are they contenders or pretenders for you? Uh, when we talk about the NFC, I'm going to go ahead and say, and again, I'll preface this by saying um, we're talking about what, postseason or championship games or Super Bowl hopes? Do you, Like postseason, do you have, okay. think they have a chance okay. to make a playoffs and making a and run towards the Super Bowl? You. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I'll put them as contenders. That To me, I'm defining contenders as being able to accomp or win more than one round okay. in the playoffs. Okay. 
<laughs> Great radio right here, folks. No, um, so what do you think? What 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 makes them that? Do you think it's the I defense? I believe in their defense. Um, okay. I believe in their defense. Um, again, alluding back to COVID, it's anyone's it's anyone's game. So the the players that are holding their the ball in their hands the longest are the to me are going to be the difference makers. So that's again Ezekiel Elliott. Pollard and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. So again, as long as those three are uh, protected, of course, COVID-wise, but then injury-wise as well, I see them being um, contenders with with that with that in their defense. So I'm gonna say they're pretenders, um, and we'll. I wanted to say that too. <laughs> and as 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 the segment develops, folks, we'll get some sounders for it. But you know, you get what you get right now. But no, I say they're pretenders for this very same reason. With the other teams in the NFC, I don't think they have a shot. Honestly, um, do can they make? Will they make the playoffs? Yes. Will they make the Super Bowl? No. So that's why I ultimately say that they're pretenders. Let's talk about the brick walls they'll run into then. Tampa, um, okay. uh, Green Bay. I now, uh, go ahead, but I was going to say now out west. What do you think? Huh? Like anybody out west, the Rams, Cards. Uh, they'll beat the Rams. I mm. feel like they'll beat the Rams because the Rams to me. Uh, that's why I didn't even put them on the list. They don't have the defense right now. They're 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 not playing um, the sharpest ball. They're 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 leaning on the offense too much to score. And Dallas's defense would shut them down. I do not feel like Dallas's defense can shut down Tampa Bay's offense. Having especially watched what I watched last night. Granted, we know that Godfrey is down. Not last night, but um, Monday night, uh, Sunday, Sunday, night. Sunday afternoon. But. Yeah. Who were they playing on Sunday? Let's be real. But at the same time, if they did it, if they did it before, he could do it again. Now they they they're still missing. Gronk did not get off like he could and has and is able to. They're still missing their running back, and they were missing their top two wide receivers. Granted, Godfrey is uh, Godwin is out, out for the rest of the season, but they Evans. are going to get Evans back before the playoffs. Dog at full strength. They're not going to – and even their defense, with what they did and how they restricted us to six points, they played a majority of their season with their safeties coming up to the line and playing in cornerback positions because they were hurt and thin at the cornerback position. As their cornerbacks have now gotten to get healthy, they've been playing the last three weeks without their safeties. Everything they did this week was without their all-pro all safety. And so as he gets back healthy, um, I believe he's coming back next week for their matchup, they're going to start rounding in the form defensively, and I see them being able to get and push. I hate that they're going to do it, but I really see them being in the NFC Championship again against the Green Bay Packers and going in and winning another Super Bowl. But they're not going to do it. Now, And granted, another reason that I say that Dallas is not a pretend, is not a contender is just because I don't like the Cowboys, right. and I hate their fans. That's, you know, it is what it is. I love the fans, by the way. <laughs> if you're listening out there. Hey, Dallas fans. He loves Fan. y'all. <laughs> Dallas fan, The one who particularly likes smoothies. Hey, you. All right. All right. That was funny. I gave away too much. <laughs> Hey, what you want me to do? You feel me? But no, so listen, like, they, I do not see them winning the Super Bowl. Um, and it might seem hypocritical, but as we move forward into the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to start with them, and I'm going to say that they are a contender. I think Jalen um, is or has the capability. He's not yet there. So even if they're not a contender this year, I see them next year being a, a contender who could really, as the defense starts to round into shape and, and as he gets a little bit more experience and as they can, can get some more help on the offensive line and maybe draft a running back, I see them as contenders. So uh, Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. contenders or pretenders? Pretenders. 
Uh, and again, it's just the kind of the points that you made. Um, I believe in 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 Hurts, and I like Devontae Smith. Um, I like a lot of stuff that they're doing out there, but again, it's just I think it's one more level that they have to get to. Um, I, I yeah, I, I I didn't believe in their inconsistency this year. Um, uh, and then partly again, the NFC East as a whole, mm-hmm. I don't like so. Okay. Moving forward in the NFC, last team, the Shout San Washington, Francisco though. Washington football team. Hey, like get healthy, man, because this, this this was it was hard to watch this week with them just decimated as they were. So get healthy, Washington. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, contenders or pretenders? Uh, pretenders as well. Um, I'm going to just say at the time and say, yeah, they're pretenders for me as well. Like the they really started to become the west coast version of the panthers like but it was like uh i think it was more injury for them more injury yeah. ensued but i mean hey we had injuries too so but it, they they definitely um like started off hot started off great and then we just forgot about them like like we did the panthers like you Wait, know what they're i mean still there. <laughs> right we were the talk of the week we were the hot the hot choice of the week at the beginning of the season and then Throughout the season, our names just cooled off both both teams. So. Right now, I will say this: um, our three and zero start, the Panthers, was a mirage, and, and we it's highly based on who we played. Um, and then from there, it's just as like, yeah, nah, this ain't the same team. But do you believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? We know that he's got an injury to his hand this week, and he mm-hmm. did not practice Monday. Uh, Trey Lance, their first round rookie quarterback, has been taking most of the first team snaps. But overall, arguably, do you believe in Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback? Yeah, yeah, plain and simple. See, I don't only because he's he's got too much of that Sam Darnold, where every once in a while he'll just have some brain farts and it's like, bro, do you remember that you know how to play quarterback? That's what I was about to say. The thing is, his 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 legacy that he had began to build. Yeah, you you always had that to pull from or draw from. But similar to a Cam situation, again, it's like. They need somebody to like knock them on the helmet and be like, "Yo, do you know who you are?" Right. Like, you know like what I'm you saying? You know how to do this. Do this. Right. But Cam, I don't think Cam is, is an issue with you know how to do this. You do you remember how to do this? Like, mm. do you can you still kind of reach down and dig? Because Cam's done, bro. I, I I think the best case scenario for him because even we talked about it off air. Looking at him in the post post game conferences, and he just looks like. Yo, <laughs> yo! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like, nah. and I, I can recall at the beginning of his career, he used to. Um, it was this noble thing that he would. Uh, it was a noble thing that he would. Every every huddle, he would be on his knee and and giving the play call, and then when they break the huddle. He would get up off his knee, and I think it was like an interview or something where he was like, "That's symbolic." And I'm paraphrasing, but it was like it was to show like the blue collar. And I'm being serious though, but it was like I, I've I've got to look it up to find the like, what exactly what he said. But it's like like the blue collar spirit or something like that. Like he would always, it was literally him getting up off of one knee or whatever. Do you know anything that what I'm talking about? Yeah, but but the reason he did that though. His rookie year, his rookie season, he didn't start to start off doing that. He would give the plays standing up, but then as the game progressed, he started getting tired, 
And so he would start confuse taking a knee. the opposition or something? Well, not so much confuse them, but they would see when he started taking a knee, taking a knee to get the know. play, they would realize, hey, he's, he's tired. tired. So instead, to, to stop giving them that heads up. He'd start he from the jump. Start off <laughs> kneeling down. So when he's tired. <laughs> yeah, so that still goes with my uh, narrative as well. But yeah, like, just, like, and then, so, like things like that, all right, it was cool, but it always looked fragile. For him to do that and then to combine that with like again he's early in his career so it's the 2015 season 2016 combine that with the what he was taking as far as after the snap it didn't his bruh like it's not gonna last it just didn't look like longevity was there in his in his career like and he has expedited the lack of longevity by and, I, and again i'm not here to knock nobody's choices like it sounds like that's what you do I, I don't eat red meat but i'm also not in a place where I need certain things that red meat can help me in my livelihood. Like if red meat was like going to help me recruit kids to college, I might have to like knuckle up and eat some red meat. Cam Newton made the choice um, just before the 2016, excuse me, 2017 season that he was going to become a vegan and he has followed a strict vegan lifestyle. All power to you. You still work out, you still cut and you're ripped. But that has caused him to lose. Uh, I saw one report that said up to sixteen percent of his body oh, mass. Okay, and as a BMI. result, you still look good. You still ripped, so you're still healthy. But you are a quarterback whose strength is running and getting hit by two hundred and fifty pound men. You need that mass, bro. And so, even you've never been the most accurate of quarterbacks. So now you still don't have the accuracy necessary to be able to be a pocket quarterback. You've lost. Not so much the speed that you had once upon a time, lost but a the mass. And so you, since you're going to say it, you've lost that one step and you've lost the mass that allows you to bring that impact to them. So you've now lost that component of who you are as well. Dog, eat some meat, my dog. Like, but yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, yo. nah, honestly, I, I feel you. Uh, you know, the Chad Ocho Cinco's of the world would definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat that. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the AFC for the pretender contender. The three teams that we're going to look at here starts off with the impressive Miami Dolphins. Contender or pretender? Pretender. Ooh, way. Hey. I'm actually going to go the other way. I'm going to say they're pretender. I mean, a contender. Yeah, you got to say they're pretending. pretender. Why do you say? <laughs> uh, two simple reasons there. That they're pretenders. Uh, Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. Mm. But, uh, again, even if they found their way into the playoffs, mm -hmm. those are two teams I believe will be in the playoffs as well that are too familiar with them um, and will make easy work of them. I, but I, I'm not, like, no <laughs> disrespect. Easy work. Oh, I yeah. will give them their credit. I like what I see out of Waddle. Mm -hmm. I like their defense a whole lot. Mm -hmm. The defense is like that. Um, but no, nah, I don't, you know, that, that's, that's just where I'm, that's where I'm at with it. With their win against the New Orleans Saints on Monday Night Football, the Miami Dolphins became the first team in league history to have had in the same season a seven-game losing streak <laughs> and a seven-game winning streak. Um, that's wild. They're on the better end of it. At least they right. didn't start off 7-0 right. and, and be like, yeah, we good for the rest of the season. We ain't got to win no more. But you mentioned it for the head, and you hit the nail on the head for me why I feel like they are a contender. Their defense in playoffs travel, and that defense is tenacious. They fly to the ball. They've got court, the cornerbacks who are capable of playing man, who are playing, who are capable of playing zone. Their safeties are out there. 
hitting fellas, you feel me? And so they have the ability scheme-wise to really cause some confusion, uh, even though you say and mentioned that the, the Buffaloes of the world know them. Buffalo is one who, if I was to have them on this list, would be listed as a, a pretender for me. I don't see them winning anything this year either. But the Miami Dolphins can – I wouldn't want to play them in the first round of the playoffs. I'll just say that as a wild-card team, I would not want to play the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jalen Waddle, as you mentioned, is is playing out of his mind. And even Tua is beginning to round into himself and look like the Alabama version of himself where he's making good decisions. He is escaping the pocket when necessary. Uh, he is showing the athleticism that allowed him to be the high draft pick that he was. And so overall, I, I I really respect what Miami is doing down there, and I see them getting ready to make some noise, man, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them win a first-round game. Moving forward in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, contender or pretender? Uh, aches me to say this, but shout-out to Baltimore, but they're pretenders as well. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, I don't think we need to go into it. We talked about them a little bit earlier, but, yeah, just the injuries and the COVID and everything – They've just they've lost too many t- close games. They've lost their last three games by a combined four points, bro. I I want to draw a parallel. Well, before this last week, rather. I'd like to draw a parallel. I'd step out on the limb and say that they're the NFL's version of the Lakers. Um mm. had a lot of a lot of uh I think high hopes for the Ravens at the beginning of the season. And collectively as like, we got to be real. Like, some of this stuff that's happened to the Lakers, you can't make up or you can't, like, you can't blame them for, like, some right. of this stuff you just got to feel kind of sorry for. Like, and hey with Baltimore, yo, hey yo. <laughs> with Baltimore for though, is like, some of this stuff you just got to feel bad for the guys about, like, I know y'all didn't plan this, man, but it's the it's the nature of sports you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the it's it's those little nuanced uh uncontrollable factors that you don't think about that either make or break your season or propel you guys and give you the momentum to do what you do and make a run or do the opposite and uh yeah that that's kind of the the story or the tale of baltimore season baltimore for me uh i actually had lamar jackson and some small anecdote real quick so in me, me and High Star are in a fantasy yes, football yes, league. Small anecdote, exactly. Let them know how you greeted me on Christmas Eve. <laughs> was that Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Uh, just for the theatrics, we'll make it Christmas Eve because it might have been that Thursday. But I was just for the fair. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. <laughs> so I've got uh, Jackson as my starting quarterback in one of my football leagues, and now uh, when he went down um, and was going to be out for this week, I said, "Oh, let me go and get Tyler Huntley real quick because I know he balled out last week." Da, 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 woo, 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 woo. Fifty something points. Yeah, crazy. I go to the waiver wire and he is gone from the waiver wire. I was like, "Yo, who would get my quarterback?" Now I say my quarterback because again, Lamar Jackson is my starter, so that's my backup. Oh, let me go snag him real quick. Y'all, DJ Highstar goes and is at the bottom of the standings. <laughs> Which I don't know why that matters any. And he goes and gets the quarterback. Now he's in, like, I'm like, dog, you're not even going to win. So as a friend. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just make this clear. Now, is the league, because I'm not even sure. Is that a consolation bracket or something that I was in for the first round? Yes. You were, like, fighting. I think out of the 10-team league, you were fighting whether you're going to be ninth place or 10th place. Mm, Yeah. On the first, what, on the the round of the playoffs? Yeah. Well, I'm not a loser, but go ahead. So... (laughs) So he got the guy. I was like, yo, you don't even need a quarterback. One of your two quarterback leagues. So one of your quarterbacks already played. You got somebody who's going to do better than Huntley anyway. Let, let, let me let me trade him off off you. I'll give you somebody for him. 
I submit a trade. This dude rejects the trade, bro. So now at this point, it was I'm a like, whack trade. Dog, it was for uh, the starter for New Orleans at the time before we knew he was going out. Exactly. But exactly. it was before. We- Ian, it wasn't Ian Book. <laughs> like that. It wasn't. No, it was a uh, uh, what's your boy named the tight end slash quarterback right. slash yeah, right. not Keenum. <laughs> Dog, so I'm Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. So you're really expecting me to like come out here and give you somebody good for somebody you just picked up off the waiver wire that you don't even need or going to use? You're asking me that in the fashion that I should be asking you this. So you really think that I'm going to be forbidding the rest of Go ahead. Yes, bro. bro. Anyhow, so I asked this man out of the kindness of his heart. I was like, dog, you'll trade me something so I can get my quarterback. You spelled beg wrong, bro, but go ahead. (laughs) You you mispronounced beg. I I said, yo, dog, so you're not going to trade me? He's like, no. This dude hits me with a straight Christmas attitude, like the Grinch, like I told very him. Very Grinchy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Scrooge was like right there, and like I was the ghost of Christmas bah past. Humbug, right. Yeah, dog. I was really upset with like, this dude. I, well, what I tried to explain to you to make matters even worse is that I was around my dad. and um, <laughs> The energy. Yes. Like, <laughs> listen, he, he gives off that. Uh, I don't know how to say it without cursing, but that type of energy, bro. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, so right, that's, right. That's what I was on, and I and, and you know I, I yeah I, it was it was it was entertaining <laughs> me just a little and little more the more serious that I saw that you was like I really so was I dug mad. into the fact because you were actually getting mad like that should change what I was <laughs> saying to you like I was gonna miraculously be like you know what Cliff you're being logical you're right bro I'm gonna go ahead and just concede. No, that works the exact opposite with me. Dog, he dug in, y'all. Like, he dug in, and I really, at that point, I was like, yo, I got off the phone with him to the point where, like, like, ready to fight you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, like, you know what I'm saying? God don't play about me, though. So he was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. You don't need Tyler Hunt. And so I I immediately went into another plan to try to find another quarterback. And so when we had another discussion about it, um, I don't know if you said something where I was like, that's why I'm good. I don't even think he's going to have a good game this week. I went another way. And then less right than two that. hours later was when he was put on the COVID, COVID list. Right. So, like, that was just no, a look and, up. And just to make make it clear, no, I didn't say anything about it. You said that I'm provoked. Trying to still, <laughs> try, like, I didn't care. Like, No, but at that point, I had, it had already been resolved. Like, I was right. good. You right. feel me? Right. Like, right. But, like, had I, now, I'm going to tell you what would have pissed me off. If I had had all of that argument and then you somehow changed and it was like, all right, dog, give me, like, one of your good players. And I somehow was like, all right, let me get him. And giving you something for this dude, mm-hmm. for him to immediately not be, oh, be available. To play. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, that would have. Listen. Oh, my gosh. That would have been sweet serendipity for me. <laughs> <laughs> dog, I thought about it after. Like, because I literally, like I said, I was, like, I was upset about it. I was like, nah, boom, pivot, move. What are you, you going to do? And I went and ended up getting somebody. I forget who I got. But I remember looking and thinking, like, yo. If I had trade for that dude, I'd have been big mad, yo. I know where to go. Exactly. So shout out to you for that one. But uh, yeah, let's go and get back into it and finish off with the AFC. The last team in the AFC contender or pretender, the Los Angeles Chargers. That's an interesting one for me. And mm-hmm. shout out to our big brother, uh, Pro Fight. Hey, brother yo, Gamble. my dog. What up, Flip? Uh... You say, I'm going to say contender, man. I'm okay. say it for one reason, one reason only. Uh-huh. I like the kid Justin Herbert, man. I like him. I was in my field. I like his fearlessness okay. from last year. Okay. And that's when he won me over, so 
been watching him closely. It's just similar to how I've been watching Josh Allen and his performing. And, uh, you know, I, although they're similar to uh, the inconsistency of, like, uh, Philly or Baltimore and stuff like that, um, you know, I, I'm not mad, man. I like the Superchargers. <laughs> Here's my thing. I was in my feelings because when Justin Herbert was coming out of Oregon, I felt like the Panthers should have taken more of a look at him than they did. Um, when they passed over and was like, okay, well, where are we going to go? And it was a, one of those turn the pages kind of thing. To see where he is and the things that he has done out there in L.A. with, honestly, less of a supporting cast than what he would have had here in Carolina, it really had me in my feels about it. Um, he, as you mentioned, is a high-quality quarterback. He has the rushing ability, um, and, and it's kind of quiet when he had what – um, like 15 yards this week, but um, he was still their second lead in Russia, mm. uh, even in a big loss like that. Um, but he's got high-quality ability. I say they're a contender because the defense plays good ball. He himself is a good um, passer. Um, they've got a squad, even though, again, not as good as um, the Panther squad, but like with Justin Jackson out there and with Keenan Allen and everybody that they got on a squad, I think they, they, they have a real, real chance to make some noise out there in the AFC playoffs. And so I definitely want to be able to keep an eye on them. Um, like you said, shout out to Gamble. Your squad looking kind of good, better than our Panthers. But uh, uh, so they you are. got them as contenders. I do. I really do. I see them as contenders, and 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 not just in the future and moving forward. It it wouldn't be here's and here's the transparency of it. It wouldn't surprise me to see them squeak out and win by three points a first round playoff game, and it wouldn't surprise me, depending upon matchups, to see them get. 20 hung up on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and get the doors blown off in the first round as well. So I will list them as contenders, hinge it upon how they're able to develop and what kind of trans uh, uh, transformation they continue to have on the defensive side of the ball. So that's going to wrap us up for football this week. At this time, we're going to jump into the NBA and get some scores. All right. So we got some scores from Monday night, uh, or Monday rather, December the 27th. Uh, we had the Hornets over the Rockets, beating the Rockets 123 to 99. The Bulls over the Hawks 130 to 118. The Timberwolves took care of the Celtics 108 to 103. The Jazz over the Spurs 110 to 104. The Grizzlies take care of the Suns in a close one 114 to 113. The Mavericks beat the Trailblazers convincingly 132 to 117. And the Nets over the Clippers 124. To 108 and that's our monday night scores there uh any of those games stick out to you the hornets Stand man out? the hornets over Shout the rockets out to the carolinas yeah 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 the hornets sitting at 18 and 17 um i honestly want to see them continue to grow defensively offensively did his thing yesterday exactly them boys get off offensively man it's just like on the defensive side they play in like what feels to me like the early 2000s style of ball where everybody was like, yo, watch this amazing dunk that I can do. Watch me get off with my handles. Hey, y'all boy going to play defense? And one bas basketball. Exactly. Y'all boy going to play defense? Defense. Man, what is that? And, and, and I really want to see them grow. Now, I expect that of a young squad because, again, that's what this age bracket, the majority of those guys – that's what they came up watching. That's what they modeled their game after. And so I want to see them continue to grow defensively, um, even though they, they they held the Rockets to under 99 points. But at the end of the day, it's the Rockets. Um, and so I want to, I definitely want to see them do that. Um, they, they play good. Like you said, Rosier, he got off. He did his thing. Uh, Gordon Hayward had another um, – had some good points. Um, LaMelo – LaMelo looking good, man. He's Seven who his dimes. brother should have been. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but – 
that's the thing. Whenever you have those families of athletes, mm-hmm. um, even when you look at Arch Manning, it's like, and he's Peyton and Eli's nephew. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the youngest that gets to go up against the olders, right? So uh, Steph Marbury, he was the youngest brother out of you know all of his. Sebastian Telfair was the youngest, and Steph Marbury was his big cousin. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. when they come out. And they and they start showing up like like they supposed to they saying that Cam Newton's little brother you know what I mean got something in the tank for for people and stuff right. like that so yeah when when Lamelo was coming into form and he still had his braces and his funny <laughs> funny looking face or whatever like that with the pimples and all that right cats kind of you know you could just see like right. he gonna <laughs> he gonna come the thing is. I feel what you said, but it's like he has the fearlessness that we all thought that Lonzo would have. Mm. I mean, and again, I think that Lonzo is, can't come into his own, but mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. thrown into, thrusted into the spotlight on in top LA. of that, be, on, in LA, on top of that, so your hometown, and top of that, on top of that, being the oldest brother, so you have to set the example, right? You don't, you're not given the grace of going overseas and stealing uh, shades or whatever like that, like the middle one did. Real talk, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. or getting kicked off or cursing out your your coach or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? What, you, you're not given that grace. So Lamelo Lonzo rather had to walk the straight. Like I'm the first one to make it, and Dad told us all three of us are going to make it to the league. Right. So I've got to do this thing. I got to set the right standard. way. So Number he had that pressure. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Melo came in. Really, no pressure like that. Just go ahead and perform. Going to Charlotte, thing and low ball. key market, and ball out. Right, right, right. And he is definitely doing. Go ahead that, and. Man. Oh, you got Graham up out of there. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> what you gonna do with it? Uh, I, I like, I like the ball they're playing, and we've been. I know with basketball, we've been kind of bouncing around with the same teams, but um, the Bulls and the the Hornets for me have been just really my favorite squads to watch. Even with all of the the people gone for COVID and stuff, the Bulls were still able to to play some ball. Um, I don't know what's going on with Atlanta now. I, I understand that they um, that Trey is just now coming back, even though he dropped twenty nine. This was his first game back. Um, the Bulls just defensively are at a different level, and and when they're healthy and at full squad, at full yeah, full squad. They're going to be some trouble, man, out there in the East, man. Um, DeMar DeRozan, and it breaks my heart that we didn't sign, dude, man, but he he, he looks like he got a chip on his shoulder and he got something to prove this year. Absolutely, yeah. He's got he's had a, a resurgence. I know we'll talk about some other resurgences in a minute, but he's had a resurgence. Um, I Personally, I'm a fan of the of what the Timberwolves uh, are starting to shape up to be just because of Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, of course, I like I love the Grizzlies as well because of the Carolina kid, uh, John Morant. A uh, quick, quick story. Like, I was down in Charleston kicking it with JB, you know, um, my fellow co-founder of High Star. And he, you know, of course, head of High Star Hoops down there and, and everything like that. They have uh, a buddy, buddy of his that lives in Jacksonville, Florida, that comes out to Sumter maybe once every couple of months. Whenever he comes out there to Sumter, he'll call an open run. And they have pretty much collegiate and pro players. Or if you're out there, you've had to have some kind of college resume with hooping. And they go heavy, like hard. Now, they say Ja wasn't out there this past week. But, you know, whenever they do it in the summertime and stuff like that, that Ja is normally out there. Um, Kat is going to be at Florida that used to play at Boston College was out there. I forget his name. But, um, look, there was... 
you know, they, they got that talent. That's what I'm saying. That talent is, is is here in the Carolinas, man, and we get often overlooked. You know what I'm saying? And I was just getting ready to say that. They were talking about, um, in one of the sports groups that I saw uh, or was in on Facebook, they started talking about the Mount Rushmore of basketball players from South, South Carolina. Carolina. And it was just like, yo, we don't deserve. But then I started looking at some of the names, man. Think about it. And not just like your Ray Allens and your Kevin Garnett's of the world. But like the young boys, like you say, like your Zions and your Jaws and your even the, like the Raymond Feltons of the world and stuff like there's yeah. some basketball yeah. players that come from the Carolinas, man, from South Carolina, not even just from North. We're not talking about North Carolina, just from South Carolina alone, man. So like, um, yeah, man, I don't know if there are many like if you consider if you couple in both North and South Carolina, I don't know any region that could say they, they got more basketball hoopers like. I mean, because honestly, the greatest player in history of the game came from down the head. Well, so. right, right, right. But okay, so there's three. There's three because and and Cali is to me the Cali area is fourth, fifth, sixth. But like, shout out to again Russell Westbrook, Demar, mm-hmm. and all of them boys, Matt Barnes, all of them. But there's this little pipeline right here, Carolinas, and then you know in Georgia, if you will, or but but Carolinas mainly. Then you got the tri-state, right? That tri-state area. So the New York. New York, Philly, and I would say kind of Jersey. You know, shout out to Kyrie, but New York, Philly, and Jersey a little bit. You don't really hear about cats coming up in Connecticut, like like being prospects. Right. But then the third one, that Chicago to Detroit. Yeah, that Chicago to Detroit is something different. The D do like do that. They yeah. they in in Chicago too. Chicago got them ball players that's just. Them, them boys, listen, they get Your to D it. The D-Wades of the world. And yeah. They get to yeah, it. They yeah. get to it. So if you, quick, real quick, if you had to rank them, if you if you had to rank the Cali, Cali boys, Carolina boys, Jersey boys, and Chicago, uh, Chicago, Detroit area, where you going? One through four. That's what I'm saying. Well, all right. So me, it'll be New York, New Jersey, mm-hmm. Philly, like that whole conglomerate, put them... I'll, and it's a biased thing, of course, but I'll put them one. Okay. Carolina's two. Okay. Um, and then the Chicago Midwest area three. And then the Cali four. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And the only reason, and again, completely Homer, only reason that I would even put Carolina as one A, because if you look at the per capita of people, because mm-hmm. that Jersey. That too. I agree with that. New York area. It's so much more concentrated, and so there's wise. so much more people. And the reason that they made my two was you got cats from, from, of course, of course, the globe, but let's just keep it America right now, but across the nation that grow up wanting to go to Duke or UNC mm-hmm. or whatever like that. It's just the the prestige that Carolina basketball holds, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, and, of right. course, it, it's primarily talking about North Carolina basketball when you speak of that, but it's still... The Carolinas is 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 we're Siamese twins, so you know what I mean. They may look at us in South Carolina as the the ugly twin at times and stuff like that. And we still not a twin. So, listen, exactly. <laughs> we still like listen, people in it, North Carolina hey, know. Ask them. <laughs> look, look, and they know they can say what they want. Football, basketball, they got it. Football, come get some. You know what I mean? So it's true. Or baseball. Listen, baseball, South Cat got it all day. So yeah, shout out to them. One other game that stood out to me wasn't yesterday, but it was rather on uh, Christmas Day. The Atlanta Hawks and your New York Knicks, man. Um, your boy has had a resurgence in the last couple of weeks, man, that 
Honestly, I didn't did not right, see. Right, go ahead and let the. You, I see how you're leading it in. That's a great intro and stuff like that. Give them who you're talking about, bro. Your boy. You, it's like you're trying to avoid saying his name or something, bro. Because you were just asking, like, are they doing this to try to trade him? Go Mr. Ahead. Kimba Walker. Thank you, man. You know what? Matter of fact, Kimba, Bronx I'm going to give you your flowers, bro. I'm going to give you your flowers, Bronx bro. is very young. Because this boy became the – he's balling, for point blank, and became the first player in the league history to have a triple-double on Christmas Day. Um, Which is wild. Like you would like as many There's times no as LeBron you know, and Kobe. Jordan and Kobe, Kobe. and all of them Kobe. like all of these cats play on Christmas and he's the first one KD ever with a triple Steps double. Of the world, of course. Ste- listen, like, that's wild. So shout out. Yeah, and and he looked good doing it. Yeah, I mean like this is listen, and this is and I'm sorry to cut you off, Big Cliff, <laughs> but this is encouragement right here. In all, in all, in all, like in all seriousness, and I, I got a, a huge smile on right because when we do this podcast. <laughs> It's therapy for us. But this is encouragement and motivation to anybody out there, like, seriously talking, like, you know what I'm saying? All jokes extracted from this thing that stuff can change for you in the matter of, in like instance. that. I'm, 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 I'm speaking to y'all prophetically, honestly, and I don't even want to get that deep, but just look at that projection and I mean, I don't want to say it's Jeremy Lin like because Jeremy mm. Lin's situation was like unexpected or lowered expectations, if you right, will, whenever right. he come Coming and whenever in from he Harvard came. And yeah. So they weren't expecting anything. Kemba, you got all of those expectations. You're coming back home. We want you to do something. You get taken off of the the player, like you know what I'm saying. You get the whatever they call it, the pup or whatever they call it, the, the yeah. list where you're healthy but you're a scratch. Mm-hmm. Healthy scratch, yeah. And bro, like, what do you suppose? Like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? What do you do? You you gonna fight or flight? We talked about barbecue on mildew, baby. Exactly, exactly. So shout out to Kemba. You know what I mean? That that's motivating, honestly. Like that that's uplifting. Cause cause listen, boy, you it's could choose you could desperate. choose the opposite mm-hmm. and just and kind of fold. Who who who? If you if you would have anybody or could think of anybody offhand from 2021 athlete. Mm-hmm. That man, if chose the the latter, who would you say? Mm. That in your eyes gave up hope. Uh, I hate to say, Cam. That's what I was just <laughs> Cam. Cam. And 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 and, and, I, I would, and honestly, I'm gonna give it to you. It's that same situation where yo, what in you reverse. gonna do? This is what Fight it is. You got a chance. Show yourself. And Cam, unfortunately, showed that he just didn't have it in him. With this, Kimba saying, "Oh, really?" All right, cool. No one would have blamed him to say, yo, trade me. Like, let me go ahead and get it. It, w- it would have been like some quote unquote news. But at the end of the day, it just would have been like, okay. Understandable. Exactly. It would have been just like, yo, it is what it is. We, we, we get it. What's next? But he's out here showing resilience after having been benched, essentially, uh, and out here balling, man. And mm-hmm. you can see that he's his shot is way better. More he's, confident. He's making way better decisions. He's holding on and protecting the ball. He is finding his teammates. He's executing the offense, and he's just putting people in position to be better. And overall, he looks like that superstar. Um, I, I almost want to go back. Like I, pro, I posed the question: Do you think it's a matter of them trying to get him in a position to be traded, or do you think it's more along the lines of them giving him a chance? I don't think they want to trade him. <laughs> I told you. I mean, like like I told you before, it was it would work in tandem mm-hmm. regardless. So, mm-hmm. it, like, if you do perform, you're going to look attractive to other teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? If you want to look attractive to other teams, you have to perform. So, it was going to be that those were going to be hand in hand. But, like you said, it's 
to the point where it's like, okay, I can see where his value lies amongst our team chemistry and how he can contribute to what we, what our goals are as a team. Now, when Rose gets healthy and comes back, what are they going to do with him? I just got to work it out, man. I, I, look, with with um, any kind of Thibodeau style offense, I mean, Thibodeau style team and game plan, period, you need bodies, you know, available um, because because we we pride ourselves on the defensive side. Like, so we're going to see as far as the rotation goes, but you're going to still need, especially with the age of a Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. you, you're not going to, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to second guess the fragility or whatnot or take that for granted, uh, any of his fragility. So just got to keep them close. They're, they're both um, 1A and 1B pretty much. Yeah, serviceable. I think the best way, especially with the chemistry that's been going on with you guys with the Knicks, I think it's probably the best to leave Kemba in the starting lineup and then bring in Rose off the bench. But then now you've got, like you said, a high-quality start, a starting-level uh, point guard coming off your bench with your second unit. So – I don't think there's a bad thing though. When you got somebody like Rose, that's not somebody I don't think that's going to demand. I got to be in the store and, starting yeah. right, and then especially what he's been through with Tibbs in Minnesota and Chicago. in Chicago, mm-hmm. he he understands the bigger picture. I'm I'm pretty sure. Definitely one of the games that stood out to me. Um, <laughs> Christmas Day, the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. manhandled. I said manhandled. It felt closer than it felt worse than what the final score was. But anyway, the Brooklyn Nets took care of business against the Los Angeles Lakers, one twenty-two to one fifteen, giving us now our fifth loss consecutively in a row, one right after the other. Um, I'm gonna pose a question to you, and I know that you don't care about the Lakers. Don't even ask me the question. Go ahead. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna ask. Listen. Matter of fact, uh, we're back to Carolina Sports Talk with just me, only me, by myself. (laughs) Your boy, Big Cliff. What are those? (laughs) Uh, I honestly believe uh, that it's time for the Los Angeles Lakers, and I mentioned it during my gift receipt, to give up on the Brody experiment and trade Russell Westbrook. Um, Is that the sole solution for what y'all got going on? Yes. And hey, uh, and here's why. <laughs> I think if you bring in assets as a result of this trade. Now, I don't think we should trade them and try to get some of these first round picks back because we don't have a first round pick until like 2027 or something. Mm-hmm. I think that it needs to be valuable assets that will not only be role players who can come in and immediately make a difference, but it will allow those other stars on the team, first of all, who have to be healthy and who have to actually be there to start playing and, and, and to get some cohesiveness. Um, if you bring in, like, uh, I saw one report that said the, the best fit would be for a John Wall trade. John Wall is going to come in and be able to provide basically exactly the same type of offensive uh, con- contributions that Westbrook is giving. But now you have also somebody who has the tenacity and who even has the desire to want to play defense. Russ gets out there and he plays like these young boys and be like, defense, what's defense? Oh, no, I don't do defense, man. I'll see your boy down the other end. And it's like he's just a body out there, and he's a liability, man. As athletic as he is, it's either 100 or nothing, and he too often (laughs) is giving nothing, bro. Let me ask you this. Go. When it first – when the trade first – and this is, again, this is just for for accuracy. Mm -hmm. But when the trade first occurred – you posted on Facebook something like, like, why would we? Why? It don't make okay. no sense. He don't right, fit. right, 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 right. Okay, okay. I just want to recall that. And, of course, the Laker 
nation of the small microcosm of a world that we live in as far as like Ashton and your tribbles of the world. Everybody was chiming into that or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, Ashton, I think he was like, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure I had that accurate, that you did like question the move whenever it first happened. I understood the the Hall of Fame capable character resume that he brings. I understand. The box office as far as selling and making it showtime and let's sell these tickets. Game flow, it was not a fit. And even in trying to make it fit, I said the only way that this will work is if, if they literally changed the way that each one of them play. And guess what they haven't done? Change the way that anybody plays. When you saying each one of them, you mean who though? AD or LeBron and Russ? AD, LeBron, and, and Russ. <laughs> it literally would have meant, oh, all of you guys have physical capabilities that if you change what you've done, that it's made your careers what it is to this point, we could have this collective be something more than what it's some of its parts are. But that hasn't happened, and it looks like a trash train wreck, and it's like, bro, everybody, Mitch, what are you doing, bro? Like, everybody saw this coming, like- this didn't look like a good idea then. Like, there were so many more. Like, I, I will admit, they have they did him no favors with regards to the way that the roster was constructed in regards to backup. Had it been him and Caruso on the squad, I think it would have been a, a give and take where Caruso could have stepped up defensively and been that individual who would have guarded the point guards on the defensive side and still been able to get some contributions. But that's what you got Rondo for. <laughs> uh, this 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 podcast is so much better with with, uh, with those straight stoic faces and sound effects, bro. Like this the, is... oh my god, Rondo is 112 years old, bro. <laughs> Giving finger guns to the side to the, right! to the season season ticket holders. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. And, and listen, and even he's out right now. Like in our last game that we played on Christmas Day. Um, LeBron played Taylor Horton, Dwight, uh, Russ, Wayne Ellington, Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk, Stanley Johnson, and Darren Collison. (laughs) Who? (laughs) And so, again, I mentioned it last week that lack of cohesiveness, lack of continuity, lack of the stars actually being on the court. I was about to say, because if you if you if you read down that list again, there are pieces there. Like I like Horton. You know what I'm saying? I I was about to say there's cats that you like, but they need the catalyst to kick their game off almost, right? Like so like Horton, bruh, yeah, we know in the G League you could get a whole game going. You could probably drop 40 in the G League. Easy. But bruh. This is the big boys. This ain't that. Not, and now they know your name, too. <laughs> exactly. So, so they now know they how got to... the target on you. And they, you know what I'm saying? When they first didn't know about you, you could kind of get off a little bit and get your little shine on. But now they done figured you out. Now they you know how you like to catalyst. go left and then fake. Right? They know your moves. So now bro. I need an AD that's going to get doubled that can kick it out. I need a LeBron that can drive, draw in the defense, kick it out. You know what I'm saying? I need them. Russell's in his prime or the optimal level of right. Russell. Where the most efficient level of Russell, where he can do his thing, drive maybe to the elbow and make the right decision, whether it's that elbow jumper or or dishing it off or whatever like that. But outside of that, you just got a team of role players. I am going to concede a point to you that we talked about earlier that I was holding on to. Great. Russell Westbrook's stat line from... um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about these turnovers, man. (laughs) From Christmas Day. He played 37 minutes. Um, had another triple-double, 
with 12 point, uh, 13 points, 12 rebounds. 10 plus turnovers. 11 assists. Oh. He had a quadruple double. Thank you. Let's go. With 13, 12, 11, and 11 turnovers. 11 assists and 11 turnovers. So for Kevin every- Booker-like. <laughs> nah, nah, dude. What, what, what you say? Uh, uh, wait. Nah, that ain't no nah, thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. So for every assist, assist two points. <laughs> for every one you give us. Or three points that we got. Huh, y'all go ahead and get one, too. Y'all get, yeah. He is the, uh, uh, what's New Orleans quarterback was in Tampa before? Uh, Mr. Turnover Machine. Jameis? Uh, he is the Jameis Winston of the NBA. If you mix Jameis and Cam Newton, you got Russell Westbrook. And that's crazy to me. Very. <laughs> Dog, it's done. I'm over it. I'm like, when I tell you, I'm way past like so anything let's recap dealing your with 2021 this. sports season. You got your Yankees. Mm, right. Let down. We got your Lakers. Let down. And your Panthers. Let So the down. only thing that you got to hold on to right now is the Canes. The Canes. And we're balling. They're playing some good hockey. And we'll talk about them a little bit next week. But okay. Lord, I need the Hurricanes to come through. And then the South Carolina Gamecocks, women Gamecocks. The Tar Heels. The Tar Heels. Nope, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> No, Coach Hubi is struggling this early part of the season. And it's understood because he's a first-time head coach. He needs to suit up. <laughs> Him, he's his back. teammates, everybody who was ever played for Carolina. is back, baby. Exactly. Like, yeah, we need all of them, boy. Vince, listen. Vince looked like he could probably still play a little bit, even though you know he's he's the corniest commenter ever, commentator ever, bro. Like, I've got to catch one of his. He tries, but it's like he's like, you can tell connect. he wrote it down. Like, <laughs> I think he's too much of a. A baller. Uh-huh. Let's say that, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. baller. Let's say baller. We'll use baller. Let's use that he word. He's too much of a baller. And then, like, he with an went... A at the end, right? Not baller. <laughs> Y'all, I... <laughs> with an A at the end, baller, a baller. But yeah, he's he's too much. So when <sighs> like it's like kind of trying to get like Josh Smith or somebody to yo just sit down and say this. <laughs> now I'll tell you where he would be good. He would be good with um, in Atlanta. No, <laughs> nah, I'm just being serious. Like on Sportsnet or whatever. No, like, he would be good with all the smoke, them boys. Okay, to be able to just real talk it. Yeah, I think Vince would be an amazing contributor to them boys' profile and platform because at that time you get the opportunity to just real talk. They right. sitting back, they smoking, they drinking, they chilling, and just a real talking while breaking down the game just and the stories surrounding it. Just ballers. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, but and then and, and I'm gonna say one more thing about Vince because the suits, bro. Like you got way too much money to still be wearing the Goldstein, Steve Harvey. Yes, the baggy the, joints with the shoulder pads. It's like, bro, mm, you sharp. pulled that like out you your got closet. drafted, yeah. right? The draft night joints. Okay, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at nostalgia. I am. Nostalgia. <laughs> Vest inside of it and everything, the Dog, same color. The same color shirt. You got to tell him like, the tie. You got to tell him it's twenty twenty one. We can square. do patterns now, bro. Dog. We can we can get a little pattern going for you. Bro was on national TV with uh sh- with the shoulder pads. First on Sunday the suit. First Sunday suit. Dog with the Deacon Jones first Sunday suit with the shoulder pads with the tie that literally looked like it was the exact. Same. It was like a pinkish reddish suit. No with mega a interest pink meeting shirt. Suit. For the audience out there no. that don't understand, <laughs> or orientation leader suit, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yo, you make too much money, Vince Carter. Dog, come on, bro. To Dog. be dressed like Jerome in two thousand four. It's funny because they don't even know. Anyway, exactly. uh, as we move forward, y'all. Oh my God, come on, bro. Do better, y'all. Like, if you make it, act like you make it, bro. Like, you. Ain't, I ain't telling folks that they got to be Gucci Prada down, but like. 
Let's get a nice Tommy Hilfiger or Nautica suit. Like, like honestly, if you go to K, no, honestly, if you go to what is it, uh, K and G's or whatever like that, bro, you're gonna find something straight, something more modern than that. You know, and then you pay your twenty dollars to have your your your, your pants tailored. Take and that, yeah. yeah, bro. You're gonna find something nice. It is only gonna Vince. It's only gonna be two hundred dollars. <laughs> no, but no, it's you, not gonna be a five thousand dollars suit, but you bro. Know the, but you but you that's the thing. The suits that he wears, it legit could be like right. five, ten thousand dollars. He, needs to, he suits. needs to rock with Michael Strahan and Van Hoisen or whatever. Yes, JC Penny boys, yeah, get with the JC Penny boys, Vince. Yeah, holler at Shaq, dog. Go remember. to your frat brother and be like, "Team, I need some uplift, bro," and just and let him get you straight. He can hook you up with the pennies, big and tall section joints, cause something, right. cause, cause like. Them uh, pink and yellow pinstripe joints you be wearing, it ain't it, cuz. I swear it ain't. The number between 17 and 19, brother. (laughs) As we move forward, one last thing before we jump off the NBA. Is anybody going to stop the Warriors this year? No. But, and this is the funny thing about it. (laughs) This is the funny thing about it. The second team that the NBA feels like, you know what I mean? Y'all are doing y'all thing. Keep on fighting. We'll match y'all up on Christmas Day because <laughs> it's going to be an awesome thing of basketball going on. Steph and them boys are like, you know what? Who? Oh, man. Right. Through, Chris man. Paul and Devin Booker, them boy again, man. Y'all balling. Yeah, that's but, nice. That's cute. However, right. we still oh, okay. got this. Oh, you know what that means, y'all? We got to focus all four quarters now. Like, exactly. oh, okay, what does Bruh. that mean? Like, that's all that mean. Like, you all these other games. Of three. Right. All these other times, Steph, uh, Steve Kerr is like, all right, Steph, you come on out. It's the end of the third quarter. Like, it's the beginning of the fourth. You right. Come on and sit down. Relax. Like, all right, this game, you know what? Y'all might have to play all four and just focus for us. But no. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to get into the debate with it's it. It's scary. Like, I know, again, with your the the heart of hearts is a, a Laker lifer. Once We know. We I know. Relax. Talk. Relax. Let me get my whole statement out first. Relax. Now, let me get my high star right, exactly. on. exactly. Relax. Exactly. Listen. It's just, I don't know why, if you're Clay in your head, listen, 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 listen to what I say. <laughs> Go ahead. Why leave a thriving <laughs> carnival cruise ship to hop on the Titanic? <laughs> the Titanic. Why? It doesn't make any sense. You're not going to steer the Titanic afloat. You're not going to steer it away from any iceberg. And over here... They kicking it about to go to the Cayman Islands, and that 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 boat's got uh, what they call it clear sailing and all of that stuff. Why has Dame Lillard stayed in in trail with the Trailblazers in Portland? Has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Let me talk. Follow with me. Has nothing. Why to do. has Dame stayed in Portland? You tell me, because Carmelo. I don't know. No, because exactly. Carmelo gone. Exactly. CJ D- McCollum. Dame has stayed there. Because he's one, the face this, of the franchise. One, because of a sense of loyalty. Two, because he wants to get it out the dirt. He wants it his way. Um, There's about 200 or 300 other millions reasons why that he, <laughs> all right, that get it out the dirt is fine, brother. But when you max out, you can max out. There's a big difference. You can max out Remember in the Remember what dirt. we were talking earlier <laughs> on the show about the difference that these pro players make? Yeah. And like these COVID players and this and that? Trust me, that max inside that, that, your, the team that drafted you, like that little difference makes a difference. You know what I mean? Whole difference of Carmelo staying in New York a couple more years or whatever mm, like that. Like, or even in Denver. Right. You know what I'm saying? So let's not overlook that either. Dark, I get that. He wants it out the mud, point blank. And I think that 
Clay very well may want to say, I want to be the reason that a team is able to win. Now, at this point, <laughs> Wishful hold, thinking. On, hold on, exactly. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I am going to admit yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and be a real guy and an in, in uninfluenced journalist and say, that's not likely to happen at this point. Because, yeah, no, to be able to come back and contribute and be a part of the team that he ain't going, he's not coming to LA. Let me just go ahead and save us the time. <laughs> and as we move forward, it's now time That's for hilarious. big deal, no thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. And there's another one that says big deal, if I can That's find it a on a book. Deal. That's a big deal. There we go. That's a big deal. Where we talk about certain headlines in the sports world and tell you whether it is a big deal or it is not a thing. First up, Florida A&M is expected to receive an an official visit from the number one rated 2023 class running back, Mr. Richard Young. Big deal or no thing? A big deal. That's a big deal. I agree. Big deal. Go. Why? That's a big deal. All right. So this is what I was waiting for earlier. Do a quick callback to whenever we gave the honorable mention of the gift receipt mm-hmm. um, uh, with my boy mm-hmm. Prime. Um, and allow me to cook. No. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, shout I out got to, a microwave. You get the cook. Right, Go. Shout out to JSU, though, once again, um, even in y'all uh, rousing defeat to the one South Carolina State Bulldogs of uh, Orangeburg, South Carolina. 21 past the sticks. Go ahead. So um, shout out to y'all, though, J- JSU. Again, it, it makes again when the first when it when it happens or when the first does it, uh, let's say IET pain. Then that ushers in the Lil Wayne's and the Kanye's of the world and the futures of the world to be able to use this auto tune and do it better, perhaps. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm of course joking with that, but I think it's easier for Richard Young, and um, I think it's more newsworthy for Florida A&M to host him now that that first chip has fallen as far as with JSU. And uh, again, I think the HBCU visits are going to be. Um, and a lot of these black players um, on on a lot of their college tours now, you know. Here's why you're right and wrong. With regard to this being a big deal, it's huge for them to have a visit there because, honestly, they are competitive, especially a school like FAM that's right there in Tallahassee. You're in a city. Um, their team is relatively competitive. They play some of the bigger name schools. Um, they they play Miami uh, once every two years. They get to play the Florida States of the world, so he still will get the exposure. I do not. Now, to, to your point with regards to the gift receipt, it's not Coach Prime. Is he one of the bigger names right now? Yes. Have players always gone for some of these visits? Maybe not as regularly, but they have still had some consideration. The thing that has allowed these players to feel more comfortable in going to these programs, and I'm going to give it to you point blank real, is the NIL. Prior to it being legal a great point. for players to be able to get paid out in the open at some of these smaller schools, the bigger schools had the procedures in place where these kids been getting paid under the table. Awesome point. And so the perspective was always there where if I go to this big school, I can do this, da 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 and I'm able to get these things and these funds and this money I need. But now that you have NIL where I can get this money out Regardless. in the open anyway, Regardless. and I can go someplace that I really want and have a better education, not the same level quality education, and be if back any at, at all, HBCU. Let's be real. Yeah. If any at all, because that education part is a choice. Exactly. 
If you choose to just be focused on football or you're gonna be, be a football a ben player. Simmons <laughs> and be focused on basketball, and I don't know why I would want to go to college if I'm just gonna play basketball. I don't know why right. I'm at this prep school if I'm just playing basketball. You know, some cats don't value the education right. portion right. of it. But even to be but on an HBCU right. campus, and even added to the to that now that I still get to get paid, I still get to get p- play football and make it to the NFL. And I get to be amongst my people on a campus that with a bunch of other faces that look like me. And now I'm a pioneer because I'm doing so. Why would I not? That that's not a Deion Sanders thing. That's a financial man. Get this money it's, in it's, my it's, pocket it's, thing. It's real, yo. First of all, <laughs> take take some of that take some hey. of that pop out of the peas that you had just now, bro. Take I need you to take some of the pop out of the peas. I didn't do nothing to you, but um, now nah, you're absolutely right with regards to. Um, with regards to all of that, and then also with it being 2022, uh, right, you know, on the cusp of 2022, the way people get money nowadays is way different. So a lot of this yeah. digital money is different. Um, mm-hmm. These younger cats have way more knowledge of NFTs and things like that. Mm-hmm. When again, this goes back to what I was saying as far as getting ushered in, right? As far as that T Pain analogy, our generation was the first with social media. The one behind us was the one to perfect it, to monetize, to force it, it to move to Web three. Because again, our our um generation again has had it. Let me see here, like has had it for a while. In other words, as far as at our disposal, then we we were the first to see YouTube. We were the first to be able to mm-hmm. upload our stuff on to social media and to recruit followers. Hey, we going around legit organically on a on a college campus yo, yo y'all follow, you know what i'm saying yo, you follow me if you follow me i'm gonna follow you exactly da, da, da. it was disrespectful somebody didn't follow you back back in the day uh-huh. stuff like that these cats is coming out of eighth grade with five thousand followers ten thousand followers and then on top of that now i'm starting to make a name for myself in the sport now by the time i get to college i got fifty thousand followers hundred thousand followers and that's money, cause see, it, oh yeah, it's, oh yeah, they they're able to take that and monetize it, like you were saying, and it's a whole nother level. So yeah, I get it that prime time has increased the visibility, but let's say he doesn't go to Jackson State, there was going to be somebody at some point that was going to make this whole thing happen. Again, I appreciate what he has done for HBCU sports, but yeah, just don't minimize it, bro. Nah, I, I, y'all don't maximize it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I won't minimize it if y'all quit hyping it. How about that? Moving forward, and big deal, no thing. The Carolina Panthers, um, as an organization, have been sent home after a total of 14 positive COVID-19 cases. Big deal or no thing? A oh, big deal. That's a big deal. I'm going the other way. Nah, that ain't no thing. Why you say? Uh, put simply, and in, in being quite frank, anything right now COVID-related uh, to me... It just is like a big deal, right? I, again, with if we're if we're talking um, if we're talking perspective or context, if we're talking about in the context of their success for the rest of this season or things like that, then yes, I think it's no thing. But when we're talking just in regards of public safety, public health, that was a great game that they had on Saturday with regards to the city and stuff like that and just hosting a home game, Bank of America Stadium and stuff like that. And now they're, you know, they're going to have to disinfect Bank of America Stadium <laughs> pretty much. Literally, they yeah. sent everybody home. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, again, a big deal as far as the, the economic implications that it has on the city, different things like that. Not necessarily the context of, oh, this was going to, you know what I mean, make or break our season or anything like that. 
Now, and and, I, and I, I give you that because honestly, that was the component um, or the perspective that I was looking at it. In the scheme of things, we suck. We wasn't gonna do nothing no way. So let them fellas go home, rest, um, try to stop them, prevent that, that that spread as much as possible for not just them but for their families who come in contact with them. As you mentioned, the Bank of America Stadium workers, uh, not just those who are working game days, but the the people who are in the, in the fields cleaning up, cutting the grass, back in the yard, uh, helping in the weight room. All of the staff throughout that entire stadium now have to have. Uh, limited exposure to those players to help prevent that from their families as well. So in that component, it is a big deal, but uh, we ultimately do wish them the best and as well as the staff and the players is um, moving forward. Uh, next up, Buck Showalter has been named as the New York Mets manager. Big deal or no thing? A big deal. That's a big deal. I agree. Big deal. That's a big What's deal. Just, uh, look, uh, do your research and stuff like that. Big name. Um, a uh, lot of legacy and, and uh, prestige behind his name. But it, with the Mets and stuff like that, I think they're just missing one piece. And you know what I'm saying? I, I think there's just one piece away. And in, in, in leadership, uh, a lot of times, is where it, where it lies. I think that they he can get them in the direction where they're, you know, where they're serious contenders. Yeah, for me, I think it's a big deal because he's got the capability of being a, a big-time manager. He showed it with um, the Orioles. He showed it with the Yanks. Um, with Jacob DeGrom and with Matt Scherzer this year, I think they've got some amazing pitching. Now, he's going to have to build a bullpen. He's going to have to uh, make sure that he pulls out his full staff. I know that he was um, trying, like, like like in Baltimore, he relied heavily on his staff to do their jobs. He was more of the uh, uh, Wisher Boy in Clemson, uh, the Dabble type, where he was the manager, but he hired such great assistants around him that they were able to do their jobs. And as a whole, the, the, the machine uh, kind of moved forward from there. Um, he's got some decisions to do with um, with regards to um, Robinson Cano and some of these other ones and everything moving forward, uh, or even Jeff McNeil. So he's got a lot of decisions, and I think he's got the experience and the wherewithal to make the proper decisions. Um, and the Mets were a good ball club last year. And, That's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and so so for them to have what they have and now have somebody at the helm who could possibly lead them, I think that this is a big deal, and it's going to be interesting to see what they're able to do moving forward as well. Last up, the NBA sets a record for the most players to appear in a season as COVID-19 surges uh, the 10-day contracts. Big deal or no thing? I'm just in a big deal type of mood, man. It's <laughs> big That's deal. a big deal. I agree. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. Well, I, I, and I think that one is pretty self-explanatory. To date, 541 players have laced up their sneakers and played in an NBA basketball game this year. Now, you say that seems like a lot of folks, and it really is. Prior to this year, um, the record was 540, and that was in a lockout season when they had to have replacements brought in. So it's a huge thing, man. With the, the trend, For those who may not uh, have heard, um, with with the surge of COVID nineteen and the player NBA losing as many of its regular players as they have, they've assigned with the uh, NBA PA and the league to be able to uh, get in position ten day contracts where they can go and sign in players. They went and had a uh, uh, audition, if you would, with the NBDL or what? Did, what did they not? Not the D League, the G League, the Gatorade League, where pretty much if you could play basketball, you was getting signed by a team. Um, and so those guys, players who had retired, players who hadn't been in the league for a bunch of years. And so it's given a lot of cats the opportunity to come back and showcase as where even after this, some of them may be able to stick on even past these 10 day contracts. And so it'll definitely be interesting to see how it affects the league. Greg forward. Monroe. Yeah. Um, uh, 
He was actually the 541st um, player, too. And then Darren Collison, like yeah, with us, we with the Lakers earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of cats is, uh, <laughs> wish, uh, listen, man. Let me find out D Wave, get ready to get a, get a call. But, like, yo. I was about to say, Colin Kaepernick might be able to try out for one of these NBA teams and get a 10 day contract. <laughs> some of these, like at the end of the NFL season, some of these tight ends be like, yeah, man, you, you think you can still ball? What's up? Come on. Come get this. And, and honestly, that does it service pur- purposes for both things, similar to the Cam Newton contract. It gives the NBA bodies to be able to have while they're missing folks with COVID. But then who wouldn't pay some money to go see, a, a, not Antonio Gates now, but like a. Rob Gronkowski play for like the Nets for a game, even if he's just suiting up. Who? Um, but there is a oh Mercedes. I've seen Mercedes Lewis back mm. in, the, in the league in the NFL. But yeah, <laughs> it, dog, I would absolutely. And, and again, with basketball tickets, ticket prices, when the Lakers play come to Charlotte, the tickets are two hundred, three hundred dollars. And then when the who sucks. <laughs> When no, I said to say the Lakers come because we suck, but no, like when some like of the, the lesser Rockets name, or the Magic or something, right? Or the Magic come to town, those same tickets literally could be seven dollars, and so it's all about the money. It's a money game, and so mm. as where if the Houston, uh, if the uh, Magic go and sign somebody from one of the football teams down there in Florida to come up, yeah, they're gonna be able to get more money for those types of things. So I, it's interesting to see what that is moving forward. So. That's going to do it for Big Deal No Thing. Now, as we get ready to move forward uh, into nothing to do with sports, we got a special little present for you guys today. Um, Our nothing to do with sports segment is a gift from us here at Carolina Sports Talk to you guys, our listeners. Um, Each week you come out here and you listen to us. um, Stocking stuffer. A little stocking stuff. A little post-Christmas, got it on sale type action. Uh, <laughs> you guys come out and listen to us, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we just uh, appreciate all that you've done with us throughout the year listening to Carolina Sports Talk. Um, you hear me talk about DJ Highstar often, um, and in, in fact, he is a real-life DJ. Uh, and so as our gift to you, DJ Highstar is going to give you guys a little quick five-minute mix um, just to kind of show off his skills a little bit, give you some music to enjoy for the week. So uh, Highstar, you, you reckon you willing to give the, the people a little love? Yeah, I think we can do that, definitely. All right. Well, that's going to be our outro for today. Uh, make sure you check us out on social media. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Talk. Or if you want to be a part of the show, you can check us out, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net. Make sure you listen to us on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. But without further ado, DJ Highstar, go and give him a little something. Uh, you're down to mix with DJ Highstar. Yeah, boy, that's the shit right there. Oh. Oh, DJ Highstar, this is my jam. You're a jerk. 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 I'm 
so cocky with it. Got my eyes shut, closed like Rocky hit it. Got your girl on my swag, she loving them jerking songs like the new iPod. Just touch it and turn her on. And when the bass start beating, and no I'm beating. Done, I got on my way, I'm leaving. She like, where you going? I ain't got my shoes in purse. I said, it's none of your concern. And she yelled, You're a jerk. So I walked out the door, called BJ. Told him it's a function, he said, I'm on my way. We put up to the party, I took off my shirt and got up, everybody jerking. We was jerking to the right, jerking to the left. And she popped up better know she was still half dressed. She like, for real jerk, you love it for this stuff. And the whole party heard her, but all I could hear was, Wah, 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 wah. You're a jerk. Why you tripping? I ain't even do nothing. I'm a jerk, you ain't never lie, but hey, do me a favor, call me jerk one more time. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. Ay, ay, I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. Ay, ay. Pick it up, pick it up. Back Come on. on. Keep making noise. Keep 
some of y'all don't. Some of y'all might get with this, and some of y'all won't. But listen, let me clear my throat. Oh, have mercy, babe. Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Special dedication going out to everybody here in Bahama Bay in Philadelphia. Here we go now. Check it out. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, to the rhythm of the funky vibe So I can get busy just one more time To the beat and you don't quit It's that old school rap with that new school hit Need a pipe and pick the pimp up the cool rap the rock And I can still pick up the house Every goddamn time I get on the mic I go crazy Peace out the CeeLo, Flex and Doug Lazy I bet you never knew, but now you know I'm the undisputed king of this disco And I never let the mic magnetize me no more Cause DJ Cool rip up the whole damn flow Now I'ma rock around with the greatest of these And swing like a man on the fried chappies And if you don't like it, you grab on these And now I need some help for the mic, so please uh. Yeah! Check it out, man uh. Check it out, man down now uh yeah check it out now uh no doubt yeah special girl real good girl biggest thing in my itty bitty world call her up and she made me feel right wish the bliss could never take flight sitting back with this mic in my hand spitting hot shit trying to see grand imprinted on my mind every minute Make my plans and you always in it, y'all. Uh, such a vibrant thing. Vibrant thing, a vibrant thing. And even though we both fly, give each other space and not the evil eye. If you gon' lie, you gon' love me I was getting bras way before I got the money Honey, since I've been a star, they don't love me The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling Stick it out, poke it out Stick it out, poke it out hey. Yeah, she got a little bus, so what? Big back, she can showin' up Stick it out, poke it out Poke it out, yeah. poke it out hey. My regards to the bras, they thought I was done Pick a side, pick a side, and die in the jump I've been letting things slide, they trying too hard. Cause I ain't left the city once to travel abroad. I'm back on my bar. They're sticking behind the Civic, we in the car service. I really just mind my business and pray that God sort them. Can't really be long winded, you talking short money today, we not cost cutting. Can you stick it out? Told me she was quarantining, brand new t- out. And there might be a couple weeks to make them bounce. So I mean it when I be like, what's that turn around? No, really, turn around. Okay, I just wanna see if you gonna lie, you gonna love me. I was getting bras way before I got the money. Since I've been a star, they don't love me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Stick it out, poke it out, stick it out, poke it out. Hey, yeah, she got a little bus, so what? Big back, she can show enough. Stick it out, stick it out, poke it out, yeah, stick it out, poke it out. Hey. Turn around, I wanna see. Do it look like how I look on IG? Bad from every angle, she got herself a trainer. I know that n- can't help but take a little peek. Uh. Cold world and full Lauren, co starring. We both flexing, Bo Jackson's, Bo Garden. These cap that rap with piss pole jargon. My latest whip, my latest chick was both foreign. I know all my hoes miss me. I've been a since I hit elementary. She know who run it, the one that keep it honey. You find a better you 
gonna have to live a century. Evidently, the coach can't bench me. The franchise player, I don't know how to miss, and they can't buy a lamb. I'm anti with they are. I can't take my eyes off your pants, I swear. Girl, you sounding like a Thinking we should dip like the camera in air. If you the big step, I'm the landmine here. That's the one they know they can't come near. I just wanna see if you gon' lie, you gon' love me. I was getting bras with my fly, I got the money. Honey, since I've been a star, they don't love me. The ceiling got stars when the star got no ceiling. Ticket out, ticket out, poke it 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 out. Big back, she can show an obstacle. Stick it out, poke it out, poke it out. Poke it out, 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 po